Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. I'm so excited. We have a returning guest, Gretchen Kelsey. Hey! Give it up for Gretchen. (laughs) Our episode seven guest returns. Thank you, Gretchen, for coming back. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be back. It was so much fun recording that first episode, and I just, I felt so, like, charged, and already we've been sitting talking, and it's been, like... A wonderful morning so far. Great way to start the day. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad. Well, I am excited. We are chatting today. As you guys know, pretty much everyone I talk to, I'm like, we could talk about so many things. Um, But we wanted to narrow down today's talk because Gretchen, through all of our conversations, she kept saying one thing over and over again that stuck in my mind, which was leveling up. And I think she talked, yes. you talked on the last podcast, right? About that you're a level upper? Yes. Or was that our private no. conversation? No, that's what, that's what I talked about. I yeah. said, I'm a level upper. That's like, that was the... The pro- my the problem point in my husband's and I marriage that yeah. we talked about and that is like but yes. it was it's good it's it's we've figured it out and I have become a ninja level upper a ninja level upper yes. I love it yes. so I kept saying I'm like we need to talk about that level upping because we all kind of want I think there's an area of our life that we want to level up in yeah. and I we were saying before like how do we describe it and so you had come up with something really brilliant which was recognizing that your reoccurring obstacles in life are actually growth and opportunities. Yes. Growth and change opportunities. Because it's – so basically those things where it's like you feel like you're banging your head against the wall and you're like, why can't I just get to where I want to go? Yes. What I'm going to talk about is I'm going to talk about how you can get to where you want to go. Yes. (laughs) And I think all your tips too, what's so cool about all of this is it's the concept of going from, you know, we talked A to B and you're mm-hmm. having that like roadblock between A and B. And what's so cool is that it could be in any area of life. Any area. Because it's universal advice. Yes, absolutely. It can, I mean, and I'm pulling from like, I sat down, you guys, for like a week and a half, two weeks just writing what came to me to pull this out. So I hope that you all, that everyone likes it, the yes. listeners. Um, but it all came from stories from my life and it's definitely transferable because I'm already like, as I finished writing it, I was like, oh my God, I just leveled up for yes. my move. And yes. I can't wait to share that also. Awesome. So jump in, like, okay, let's hear it. Let's, let's go. All right. So we're going to jump in, in a, in a fun way. I'm going to give you guys my origin story. So how, how, Good old level up Gretch came to be. Um, <laughs> level up Gretch. I love that. Well, yes. Um, Gretch the ninja. Just came up with it. Gretch the – yeah. Like, <gasps> I need to draw cartoon super <gasps> superheroes. Yes. See, you've Both used the us. term level up. You've used the term origin story. Like, our listeners who know comics, they're, yes. they're reading between the lines. They know, they know what's going on here. They know what kind of language we speak. They do. And I'll you can't draw hide a cartoon it. for you both of us for like a graphic for this. Oh, that would and be awesome. And you're going to be super, a superhero with caped introverts extrovert. Oh my God, <gasps> this is going to be great. Okay. <laughs> this is what <laughs> happens when two people get together and start brainstorming. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So what is your origin story? Okay. I love that. Okay. So my origin story is I struggled as a learner. So, okay. Let me, let me back it up more. I didn't put two and two together till years later, but I actually had hydrocephalus when I was born, which is like water in the head. Oh. 
Not a big – well, it's a big deal. If it doesn't drain naturally, it drained naturally for me. Okay. But also, I was the youngest in my class, and I just remember my entire childhood feeling like, everybody's in on a club, and I'm not in there. Mm. I'm just going to laugh when they laugh. I'm mm. going to nod my head when they nod. Like, I had no – I didn't have – I just wasn't connecting the dots. I wasn't with it. And it took, honestly, until the end of middle school, beginning of high school, for me to be like, oh, okay, now I'm in everyone's book. Okay, we're good. Okay. And it took a long time. To kind of catch up to... Yeah. Like... To just socially and um, uh, academically. Okay. Because, okay, so as I was, was, you know, brainstorming and writing, I was like, let me think, you know, what's going on with me? And I realized one thing that was really telling is I took a class called Academic Writing in Mm. seventh grade. Mm Mm-hmm. And in that class, we had to write, say, our goal and our and everyone's goal for the year. And mine was to get above a 70 on every test. Mm. And I remember the teacher just looking at me and nodding and being like, good, very good. Okay. Like, because it's like, yes, you do want to get above a 70. Like, 65 is failing, like a 70. Yeah. That's a no-brainer. Like, that's a no-brainer. And for me, that was a big struggle. Yeah. So I didn't, and I didn't, my parents, I love my parents. They are, they were like hippies and they were just like, you're great. You're doing such a good job. You're going to school. You're They didn't want to put the pressure on you to. There was no pressure. I didn't, I didn't even know that I like was struggling really. So I didn't realize that having the grades I had at that time were a big deal. Like I had some good grades in art class and in gym class and then, you know. The opposite of all my good <laughs> grades. Like, oh, gym class was a struggle. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just remember one time I did golf in gym class and I could not hit the ball worth the life of me. Mm-hmm. And my gym teacher was like, I see you trying every day to hit this ball. So you pass. But that's because you tried. Oh, that, and that <laughs> and should be was, it. That should be right? it. Right? And yeah. she was like, she's like, just, just put it. Just put it. Like you can't. <laughs> just put. You're not going to be a, a driving range. No, it person. was. It was so sad. Like anyway, and then. But let me let me rewind too because I was like so along with that not realizing that I was behind. Mm-hmm. Upon further reflection, I remembered my fifth grade teacher, and so this is again this is all my origin story of like just. I was, it was hard work. School was hard work. And mm-hmm. I had a fit, my fifth grade teacher, Mrs. Maslack, she worked with me one-on-one so much. And I didn't realize that, that, that she was mm-hmm. taking that time to work with me one-on-one. Mm-hmm. I walked to school. I could go home late. Like I stayed after school with her. I'd, yeah. I hung out with her all the time. Aww. So everyone in the class called me teacher's pet. Aww. And I didn't even care. I was like, oh my gosh, yes, because I love her. <laughs> so was like it was like this whole thing but I realized that so like I mean I even remember like the last day of school I stayed after with her and like helped her she was like it was her retiring year and everything and and I realized how much she sat down with me and she gave me all these extra like learning things and books to take home and she took this time Mm -hmm. with me to maybe catch me up like she she saw what so the the thing about it that Really, why she's had such a golden spot in my heart that I didn't realize until I was reflecting was that she saw my potential before I did. Yes. And she worked so patiently to bring it out. And, um, and you know, teacher's pet or not or whatever, she is 
a teacher that's always been in my heart and like I don't know where she is now hopefully one day she'll hear it um but like if it weren't for her yeah working with me so diligently especially in mathematics which is what I ended up getting my degree in oh my gosh I know and I don't know where I would be and then because it laid a good foundation that just took a while for my brain to be like okay all right we're connecting the dots we're getting there. And then by eighth grade, we connected the dots. <laughs> Do you think that that helped with um, growth mentality? It's – I can't the, – the name is escaping me all of a sudden. But yeah. – oh, growth mindset. That's what they talk a lot about. They're trying in schools to talk with kids more about growth mindset. And yeah. I think around fifth grade is actually – so I think stereotypically or whatever, uh, statistically, whatever, like girls and boys, you know, at a young age, girls excel faster. Yes. And what happens is – and this is all theory. Don't quote me on this. I feel like I just heard this somewhere. But it's that, you know, boys have to work harder when they're younger and mm-hmm. girls, it usually comes more naturally. And then when it gets to the point where girls have to work harder, they assume that they're just not good at it because they're not used to working at it. Yeah. And like I said, this might not – I mean, I feel like I just kind of heard this. And this is stereotypically. Right. But then so – so the point was that boys tend to – to uh, develop growth mindset better than girls. Because they had to build that hard foundation. And so, but <gasps> girls where that's like, oh, I'm just not good. And that's why with math and science, they said it's definitely not that girls are not as good at math and science. It's just that there comes yeah. a point where they have to work harder at it and they think, oh, I used to be really good at this naturally. Now I'm not. Where guys have always had to work at it. 100%. So, and that might because- be true for everyone, but like, but it's the whole, but so the takeaway from that for me was that whole growth mindset. So now with Riley, like she comes home a lot and tells me all they they talk so much about growth mindset. So that's a fan that's fantastic. Yeah. Because I'm I mean I'm gonna add to that that that's I feel like that's one hundred percent true because um I don't know if I I've got my notes here, you guys. Um but my sister, she both my sisters were really smart mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. And they just got it. And now they were like bored in school. They didn't like school because when it got hard they didn't know maybe I don't know sisters, I'm sorry. But like maybe they were just yeah. like they didn't understand how to push through yeah. and force themselves to push through because like, yeah, I think I was very nurtured in that, yeah. that weak moment where I was like <laughs> it was like an uphill battle that I was blindly walking for so long that I didn't realize. But what a blessing and, because yeah, it could have turned very negative, like the self-talk yes. and all that. But by having the positive and just the ability to see Yes. Like for me, the similar story is um, with athletic stuff. Like I was never naturally athletic and it was hard for me to do a lot of stuff. And I remember in my adult years realizing, oh, if I would have worked hard at a sport, maybe I could have been good at it. I just assumed I sucked at sports. And I mean, I, <laughs> I don't, I don't yes. really, you know, I want to no. be healthy, but I'm not too worried about it. But that was my growth mindset aha moment of like, oh, this is just like with academics, vice versa. You just have to like stick the nose to the grindstone and struggle yeah. through it. And actually, I have like, a, I don't know where I talk about it, but I think I'll just talk about it now. The brain mm-hmm. is a muscle and how like it hurts for that muscle. To, like to when cha- you we are learning. Cha- yes, changing When you're growth. learning. Yes. And it's like. Especially in school, kids come home so exhausted because they're working out all day Yes, in their brain. In the brain. And it's like, it's so hard to convert things from short-term memory to long-term memory. Anyway. Wow. So, so yeah. Good. It's like, and I think, you know what? I think in fifth grade, I learned how to work that muscle. 
And I was like, okay, I know how to work this muscle. Like, I got this. And yeah, so that's my origin story. So from the power of Mrs. Maslag and the realization that I was really behind from my academic writing class goals came my superpower, which is basically how to teach myself how to level up. That's So I I figured out how to teach myself how to level up through these struggles. And they weren't – I'm not saying like I had struggles, but it was just that I really had to work extra hard at school to feel caught Mm -hmm. up. And I just – I just did it. I didn't think yeah. about it. I just did it. I was earlier, you know, we we are, I was trying to think, I love that you say level up and I'm trying to think of a way to describe it. And through this conversation, it's like, oh, it's the growth mindset. Yes. Leveling up is, is how to get to the growth mindset. Absolutely. So, like we can teach – so we're trying – I think we as, you know, whatever, a society, the kids' school, my kids' school and their teachers, um, I think that, you know, there's this awesome new wave of trying to teach growth mindset. But – I'm assuming there's not a lot of elementary school kids listening to this, which is, um, as Christina said, zero to seven is kind of a big learning time. Yeah. So it's adults listening to it. So I feel like this is how to have an adult, if you're listening, how to get that growth mindset, how to level up. Yes. And I will say, parents, and I don't know, maybe it's just me being lazy, but give your kids some adversity. Don't help them. Like, let them try really hard and fail and cry and then try again. Because that's – I think that my my daughter, she's like – she doesn't say I yet. She says my. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, trying to pull up her – she's potty training. So she's pulling up her pants all by herself. And, like, when she pulls up her underwear and, you know, she's got this terrible wedgie. She's, like, so proud of herself. And she's like, my did it. And then it's so cute because – and then she pulls up her pants and they're totally crooked. Yes. And I'm really wanting to fix it, but I'm like, you know what? She did it. She's yes. proud of it. If it feels awkward, she'll fix it, yeah. hopefully. And if she doesn't, then she'll pull them down to pee and pull them back up the yeah. right way, hopefully. So. And it's building that resiliency if we don't give them a, – yeah. um, a story that was told the other day was our pastor told the story to the kids about when the butterfly is in the cocoon. Or is it yeah. called a cocoon or crystallis? It is a, or, it, or the – yeah, whatever. Something. Cool, cool, cool. Ugh, Google it. Um, <laughs> so when they're trying to break out – you know, the story was about this kid saw the butterfly struggling to get out and he helped rip it open. And then the, the wings were there and they were wet and they didn't expand. And yeah. that – it's through the grow through the struggle of getting out is when their wings grow and all the fluid. I mean, it's a scientific like it, yes. the fluid rushes through and that's what expands their wings. And so because it didn't go through that struggle, the wings stayed small and oh, not good and everything. And so you that had to is let them everything. Yeah, that was- is everything because I don't even know. I think it was, was Marcia who posted the other day like. Flowers don't grow with just sunshine. They need, they need some rain, rain too. Yes. And you know what's funny is through anything in my life, any struggle has been I have now just gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn something from this. Like mm-hmm. my daughter got really sick over the winter. I had really pulled away from her with my pregnancy with my mm-hmm. second child mm-hmm. and her illness and being home for ten days with me, it reconnected, reconnected our bond. Yeah. And so it was one of those things where I was like, Well, this adversity was necessary for me to continue my relationship with my daughter in a yeah. healthy way. Oh, that's such a nice so, perspective. It's yeah. The whole like a setback could be a setup for a comeback type of yes. thing too. <gasps> that's a quote right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't. It is a quote, but yes. I didn't come up with it. But yeah, oh. it's a good setback. It's a setup for a comeback. Yes. So basically, yeah. So adversity is where you're going to level up and that's where you can really find your own ways to teach yourself how to level up. But I'm going to teach you guys what I learned. Yes, Um, let's do it. 
Give us those nuggets. Okay, nugget one, trust yourself. But everyone's talking about trusting your intuition, and I'm not going to talk about trusting your intuition. I'm talking about trusting in what you already can do. Yes. What you already can do. So because everyone has got the imposter syndrome coming in, the self-doubt, everything. Oh my gosh, like I need to be anointed by some higher power to do this. I can't do this myself. Yes, you can. If you can write, you can write a paper. If you can talk, you can give a speech. Like, you know, if you can walk, you can run, you can dance, you can whatever, you can sing, whatever. You can do it. I mean, is it going to be good or great? Who knows? But trust in what you can already do. So that is my big nugget. And the reason why I so am all about this is because I helped a startup company get built up Uh from scratch in a field I knew nothing about. It was myself and the two partners. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing. And I was like, I got hired based on my organization skills and it Mm -hmm. was in the field of finance. Mm. I didn't know what an IRA was and what, what, you know, whatever, all of those acronyms. And as I was helping create all of the material for them before like everything got totally started, I was Googling every five seconds. I was making flashcards. Okay. I was teaching myself. That is amazing. And I want to give a little bit of a different perspective. It's yeah. it's on board with what you said, but yeah. a little bit of a different okay. angle. So you said, you know, you don't you already have it in you don't you don't need like an extra thing. So I would challenge that and say, I think it's because it was already in you and you just didn't see it. So if you believe yes. that like it is a higher power thing, like that that is already in you yes. and that the skills you oh think gosh. you need aren't the skills you need. So to help that startup company, you didn't need finance education. You right. needed – for me, I would say God gave you the skills that you needed to be of service in that area. <gasps> And yes. so we might not think – like we think we can't do it because you were basing it on I don't have finance, so it doesn't make sense that I helped. But it's such like it, – I always think like the quilt analogy. When you look at a beautiful tapestry, quilt, whatever, it yeah. looks a beautiful picture on the front. But if you look at the back, there's strings all over the place and it doesn't yes. make sense. Oh my gosh, And so yes. you flip it around and so it's, it's always – And uh, it's all perfect. It's on a movie. It's like the power was always inside of you or something like oh, that. So It's so – it's a reoccurring yeah. theme I keep hearing. And it goes – back to Rebecca Bertram's first episode, the very first episode of the podcast, she talked about what if we spend more time leaning into the things we're good at instead of trying to pursue the things we're not good at. And I know that might, that kind of contradicts a little bit of what we said with growth mindset, but I think if you feel, but if you feel led to it, yeah, like, so you're like, okay, I, I want to pursue this. You keep doing it, you know, so you keep that mindset, but it's that you trust yourself. Like, this is what I'm, good at and I'm going to keep walking into it. So yes. and he, and he or the universe, you know, whatever your mindset is, it will be used the way it's meant to be used. So just like with your Absolutely. past opportunity growing that business, like it it was and it you know what's funny is it does come back to to I had all the skills already to teach myself. I, I just <laughs> right when we said growth mind, I was thinking like, oh shoot, now we're contradictory. But as yes, as we yes. kept talking, I was like, wait a second, you had developed the skills to say, yeah. oh, I don't know this, but I can level up. I can keep. Yes. You, I can you learn. said you googled it, like I googled, googled it. I was where I would probably be like every eh, five seconds. Eh. I was like typing up things, and I had no idea what I was typing. And then I was like, oh, I'll just type it into Google and read. And it wasn't so even good. that fun, but it was just like, but it, well, I mean, it was kind of. It was just like a. It was a discovery as I was going. 
And then I just had like, I trusted in really my ability to organize because a lot of what I did was the prospect to client onboarding process. I developed that entire process. Like, I mean, you know, we already had guidelines, but then in real life doing Mm -hmm. it. And I just did what felt natural. And I mean, it was, it was pretty awesome. I went in blind and I went in, you know, guns blazing, trusting what I could already do. And that was the fun part. That is awesome. Awesome. I loved yeah. <laughs> I loved I loved yeah. our discussion just now, everybody. I hope you yes. did too. That was really yeah, wow. Very cool. Thank All right. you. All right. Trust in yourself. Next nugget. All right, next nugget. It's not about you. So <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, no way. Yes. It's not about the work you do. It's really not. It's about how you make other people feel. Yes. Always. Yes. Always. Why is the guy who got promoted, who didn't do the presentation, who didn't do all the work, why did he get promoted? Why does everybody love him? Mm-hmm. It's because of how he or she, she yeah. do, makes other people feel. And okay, so this is this example is where I was, I would just say, this is a middle school example that I have. And this is where what made me come to this realization. And it was in my like beautiful narcissist phase where you know, when you were a kid, everything is about you. Of what course. are you talking about? Yeah, of course. Everything's about you. Okay, so I was at a, part, a birthday party, and it was in middle school. I think it was, again, probably seventh grade. The seventh grade was my transformative year. <laughs> That's awesome. I think, yeah, or sixth, yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so my friend, it was a co-ed birthday party. It was at, it was at her farm because, you know, we were playing in hay bales and stuff or what. And um, so we were sitting in her living room or whatever. Everyone was giving their gifts, and her boyfriend was there. And then as everyone gave their gift, they were leaving. And me, I was just like, well, I want my gift to be the last gift because I know my gift is the best gift. <laughs> so she's sitting there. I'm on her right side. Her boyfriend's on the left side. And then her best friend leaves. And she's like, aren't you coming, Gretchen? I'm like, no, I'll wait. I'm going to get my gift. And then so then her and her boyfriend are just staring at me. And I'm just grinning. And I'm like, oh. And then like, I forgot if I ended up giving my gift last. But it was like a while of just like such awkwardness until I realized, oh, they're having a moment. <laughs> they want me, to leave. <laughs> want me to leave. I was like, oh, crap. So it was like, it took a while to realize like, ah, I made them, I, you know, the gift, first of all, she probably didn't enjoy it then because of the way I made her feel, oh, just everything. Yeah. And like just that whole situation, I, it, it was a real, upon reflection, aha moment of it's not about you. You got to be aware, you know, mm-hmm. and think about that. I was so great. I just want to say to all of my friends in middle school. You were so patient with me. Oh, they were. I had. They. I mean, they were all with it, and they were just like, "Oh, Christian, they didn't feel so like funny. no. They didn't feel like right? they were with it. Maybe, I guarantee yeah, all middle true. schoolers Maybe I put them are on like a, on the higher pedestal. You did. I guarantee like, it. I guarantee yes. it. You did. Yes, because they probably. all felt crazy and oh yeah, the know. hormones. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Weird time. It's a <laughs> weird, weird time. <laughs> Thank God we did not have technology. Oh my back gosh, then. Yes. Like if I recorded my youth. Oh, all of us. Yes. Whew. That's why it's very scary with parenting now. Mm-hmm. Um, with with that, not about you. I always think Mary Cash said, imagine that everyone has a sign on their forehead that says, make me feel important or make me <gasps> feel special. And that's like the driving force with so much of it is that everyone that. just wants to feel special and important. And, yes, you know, when I talk to a lot of people, if they share with me their insecurities, I'm like, heck yeah, me too. Like, And it's yes. almost like the quickest way to – hide your insecurities is just right. to love on other people because then yes. they don't think about 
you know, all Absolutely. the things that I'm struggling with because it's like you're loving you're, on them. So you're I'm making like, them feel comfortable. Yeah, so like secret guys, like just love on people if you're feeling very insecure and yeah. then they'll love you. They're like, thank you for making me feel so special. And it's like nurturing. I was overcoming my, you know. Insecurities mm-hmm. as you were nurturing them. And like, yeah. and also a big thing too, a big trick is just ask people questions about themselves. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to talk about yourself, just ask and they'll just keep going. I yes. mean, and that's fun too. It's fun to be the listener if you enjoy being a listener. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just seem like you, like how you just ha- ask all the best questions and all the right questions and we keep going, Thank like, you. you know, it's like, but it is, it's, it's like a nice nurturing feeling of like, mm-hmm. like you scoop them in with your arm and you're just like, you're good. I'm going to make you feel like Christmas morning in front of a fire or whatever, Aww. some sunrise, like, you know, like yes. just like that, like. Oh, I can finally relax now. I'm okay. Yes. Really? It is like, oh wow, yeah, okay. And it's because it's how you make other people's feel. Yeah, other pe- other people feel, not other people. So true. It's not about us. It's not yes. about you. It's not about me. It's yeah. well, if we're together, then it yeah. Well, <laughs> that funny. We're yeah. like, wait, it's not about you. Yeah. Who's it about? No. Yeah. <laughs> oh shoot. Um, we're we're caught in a time. Lo- we're caught in a time loop. Another comic <laughs> reference. Yeah. And or like another movie re- reference like Inception. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. What is our third – not ours, yours. What is oh. your third nugget? Oh, wait. Oh, actually oh, – oh. and I just realized I have an index card here, you guys. Perfect. I had one good sentence I really <gasps> wanted to Get say. Get it, girl. To end it. Okay. Once you realize that your social and emotional impact is just as important, if not more, than your work, you will be more recognized more quickly. Say that one more time, okay? Okay. Because that's really good. Once you realize that your social and emotional impact is just as important, if not more, than your work, you will be more recognized more quickly. So how you make people feel is just as important as the work you provide. Yes. And and, and the whatever value you bring, it's completely in line with how you make people feel. And that... That goes back to the quote, and I don't know if Mary Kay said this or someone else, but it was that people won't always remember what you said, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Always. Oh, my God. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. So that's so good. That's a great quote. I'm going to have to – Yeah. Take it. Take that out, girl. Yes. All right. So our third nugget. Self-growth. Okay. So here's what I'm going to say. You can only go as far as you are willing to go or grow. (laughs) Mm. Pun intended. <laughs> okay, so, uh, okay, so anyway, so um, <laughs> my biggest, hardest, always problem is checking my ego at the door for self-growth. Mm. Okay, because the ego is the thing that needs to feel self-importance. It's the thing in you mm-hmm. that needs self-importance from external factors. Yes. And if you take away that need to drive self-importance from external factors, mm. then you can be detached and you can look at yourself in either a critical lens or a non-critical lens and truly grow. So would you say that that's like having a firm foundation of who you are as a person, like maybe feeling regardless of outside factors, you are who you are? Almost. Okay. I think that that the growth builds that foundation. I think it's more of honestly, the best way I can put it is caring less. Mm. Because if you care less, then you you detach the importance of a situation on how it makes you feel. Okay. So it's just a matter of kind of like 
that's a little bit of mindfulness maybe where it's yeah. that, okay, yeah. this is um, with mindfulness when I when I took this class, it was kind of like separating your feelings for what's happening. Like yeah. that what's happening, it's not happening like to you. You know, this, this is something that's just happening. Yes. And I don't have to make this ha- – because I think naturally as humans with our brains, we want to create a story so things make sense. So if something's happening, yes. we're like, well, this is happening because – Blah, 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 where it's like, no, this might just be happening. And it's true. If you were to like take a lens and like a, in which we can today with our phones by recording videos, and you can just take an exterior look at things instead Mm. of thinking of what's all going on on the inside. And you just take that step back. Yeah, it is a mindfulness thing. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. You I got like you got some good labels here too. <laughs> We're doing good. Um, <laughs> so how how would you say to go about the self self growth? What are some <sighs> ways that you so you check your ego at the door? So usually, this is what I'm going to say. We get pushed to grow when we want to grow, but we don't know how to grow. The universe or God or whatever says, "Oh, you want to grow? All right, I'm going to push you." It's almost like when we say you pray for patience, like I need more patience. God mm-hmm. doesn't give you more patience. He gives you opportunity. You know, people say yes. they get, you get opportunities to, to build your patience. Yes, like to practice So if it. you're like, I want to grow, you know, I want to level up. I want to, you know, I, I, I'm having trouble from going A to B. It's like all these things that are happening are giving you the tools to work so that you, you can, can get to B. Yes. And I think we even talked about this last time. It's like all about building those tools. Yeah. And I think even in Jacqueline's episode, building that tool belt to yes. like really get yourself where you need to go. And for me, so what happened was in my old job, I was pushed to grow. Mm-hmm. And I was so hurt and so mad by it. Not, oh. well, I guess my ego was. Yeah. Because of the circumstances. And it mm-hmm. was just like, it just felt like it was unfair. And mm-hmm. so I was, I was very upset. But mm-hmm. then I went home And I simmered and Mm. I steamed and I was like, this is an opportunity to grow. Mm. Why would I throw away any opportunity to grow? This is my opportunity to level up, to grow, Mm. to obviously, I'm always a believer of like, whatever, you know, you, you know, you guys, you get it. Universe, God, whatever. There's something going on here. Why is this presented to me? I have to look at it. I have to take myself out of it in some way and look at it as opportunity. Yes. And so I did. Awesome. And so I had basically had the long story short is I had to check my ego at the door, grow, and now I'm glad I did. And I've I've taken some good tools from that opportunity, even Mm. if the initial feelings of the start of the why yes. were really hard for me and really not a fun time yes. for me. And you're and right, Jacqueline did. It was um it was okay. Like, yeah, you you felt the feelings, you simmered, <laughs> you you steamed, you yeah, you know, because it, it was hard and whatnot. But then it's choosing to change your lens of, okay, this happened. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. What's next? What's and next? so use it as that opportunity. And so how many things in your life are are things that you can, because we can't control them. So how can we just shift our focus? And it takes a lot of brain, mind, power, you guys. It's not like, <laughs> yeah, whew. I mean, it switch. took like, I think like a bottle of wine and <laughs> anger and, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, like it really was like, it takes a minute and you got to nurture that minute that yeah. it takes to like, to get yourself ready to separate 
because it's the grieving process though. Yes. I think you have to give yourself that space to it, grieve the loss of whatever it was, you know? Yes. So even if it's even if it's letting go of like a piece of yourself or something yeah. that you are needing to let go of to get to your next yeah. level up stage. Like so you gotta true. shed your old armor and get your new armor on. Yes. Or whatever. You know, it's cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So what's our la- what's your I keep saying R, what's your oh. last nugget? Okay. So my um okay actually this isn't my last nugget that was all of it but here's okay so so basically you guys i here's where we're at we can trust in our own capabilities we know it's not about us and it's about how we make others feel and we're growing and so now we're like now what why am i not leveling up i'm doing all these things mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. okay so here's what i'm going to say now what you've done is you've in your brain or in life You've got you had these closed, beautiful French doors, and you've just opened them, and that those doors are opening, and what's coming through those doors is opportunity. Yes. So you've opened the doors to allow opportunity to come into your life. Yes, you've created the environment in your yes. life, in your mind, wherever exactly. So that that could be open, so it could be received, yes. and so basically, I'm going to quickly give the quick example of moving. Yeah, because. You guys, I wanted to move a year ago, and not because I don't love Virginia and I don't love my friends, but I was in a very miserable place in my life Mm -hmm. a year ago. I was just very miserable. And so I was like, you know what? Flight or flight, I'm a, I'm a run the heck out. Let's Mm. go. I'm not, and I mean, I have so many dreams for some reason about like mountain lions attacking me and my children. Not really, not, not like, like I was driving home in my car the other night in my dream and I came off the road and a mountain lion was circling the car. Oh. My, Instinct always is freeze and run. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I know, but it's not good. I got to figure out how to fight, right? I think that's well, like the, the, the lesson there. Maybe, but I, I don't know if you heard my story on the last podcast that because we recorded this and it wasn't ever supposed to air, I didn't yes. realize I told the story about that I thought that I, that I often think that I'm capable of. <laughs> yes. I can't even run. I honestly can't even run to my mailbox without being out of breath. So the fact – I don't know, know where this adrenaline. confidence comes from where I'm like, I could take on a mountain lion. You could well, – I would – If you believe it and you can see it, like you you know what though? Know. What you said really impacted me. What you see happening through in your mind is what you're going to do when it happens. And I was like, well, shoot. This is what I see happening. <gasps> so then you got to start changing yeah, that. When you're driving along and you're just having mindless thoughts, you're like, all right, mountain lion, I'm going to wrestle you yeah. and I am going to just – you know, I don't know, but the right instinct. But as I said in my yeah. story, the right instinct is probably to stay in the car and drive away. Like, no, right. do not get out of the car and right. fight the mountain lion. So, yeah. <laughs> so or just yeah. stay parked and be like, what yeah. do I do next? Yeah, um, no, I think but, I think what you're doing is working. So yeah, I think you just keep on yeah. keeping on. Thank you. But yeah, so back to that. Like, I wanted to run. I wanted to move. I wanted yeah. to move right then. I was I was looking at houses. I was yeah. impatient, and the houses I was looking at were in North Carolina. And guess mm-hmm. where I'm going, you guys? North Carolina. North Carolina. So I was impatient. So then I had a voice in my head, you know, or whatever you guys are, inner voice, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it was like the minute that you start to like basically I have a I had a a, a quote in my on my wall bloom where you're planted I love that one because mm-hmm. I moved around my whole life so mm-hmm. like I love bloom where you're planted and it's like it really hits home right mm-hmm. the minute I start like this, this is the voice that you start to really settle in and feel comfortable and bloom and grow that's mm-hmm. when it's time to go and then my husband gets an email about an opportunity he sends it to me and kind of half jokingly like hey and I was like. 
serious. I was like, we need to talk about wow. this. And then he threw his hat in the ring and it worked out. But in between and you wanting to move and in between that email, you whole, basically got your stuff together of, you know what? I need to be happy here. I need to be happy with my yeah. current house, my current it, opportunities, my this, right? You poured into that. I had to pour into that. I mean, it was – I had – You did the self My second daughter. Yeah. yeah. I changed jobs. Sorry. Um, and I so, I so I had my second daughter. I changed – jobs. I started my own business. Mm-hmm. I did a couple of coaching things. I went to a conference. Like basically I lost my mind a couple times. Yeah. I went to dark places found, a couple times. Kept and finding I, it and again. I kept digging out. Yeah. Yes. And here's a funny thing, you guys. Anytime I was trying to do something in my business, the day that I was doing it, it felt like everything was an uphill battle. Everything was going wrong. Everything to make me late was was it self-sabotage? Maybe. Was it fear of what I was actually able to do could turn into something? Mm-hmm. Probably. But I pushed through. Mm-hmm. And then I was so proud of myself. I was like, I did it. You know, I did something. Anyway, so yeah, you have to make that. So exactly. It was a very transformative – it was, an, a, very, it was yeah. a very transformative year. And literally it was like a year to the day of like – because I just remembered when everything was – that my husband got that email and it was just yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I love that because, you know, we often talk about, you know, you try to change – like you move, but mm-hmm. you're still the same person. Yeah. And so and it, oftentimes it's not the outside circumstances. It's us. And yes. I feel like with moving around my whole life, that was kind of um, – you know, so I kind of people have said, "Where was your favorite place to live?" And da, da, da. and I always said, like, every place was had its had, was good, you know, and yeah, because you just made the best of the opportunity. And yes. actually, the quote that I saw in a military person's house was, "Bloom where you're planted," and then it said, "And transplanted, and transplanted, <gasps> and transplanted." I love that. And so you know, you it's like you can make the best of. I mean, there are, of course, there are some times where there's outside opportunity. I mean, outside circumstances that are, right. you know, horrible and things like that. But for the most part, it's like, you, you know, make- do make it make it the best now, and then, the, like you said, then when yes. the opportunity opens, like now, you're not running away to North Carolina. Right. That is, you feel you guys can walk We're like confidently. Receiving it. Yeah, yes. that that is the right opportunity. It does feel like the right opportunity. I mean, trust me, you guys. I'm like crying and laughing and crying and laughing, and yeah. I'm all over the place, really. Um, and then I'm really sentimental about it all. But like, never once has it not felt right. So, um, anyways, so yeah, so basically recognize when a new opportunity is presenting itself to you. You really have to recognize when it's being presented. And sometimes it's hard to take it, to see it, and to go with it. Speaking of opportunities, that reminds me of what we were talking about earlier with Marsha Sheehan, who's starting her hideaways, the new curated staycations. And they're looking to have different locations, but right now it's kicking off in Occoquan, Virginia. And so basically, just to loop listeners in, what that is, is that Marsha and her business partner will be planning staycations, as I said, right now in Occoquan, Virginia. And they have all different packages. So if you want to just rest, rejuvenate, if you want to explore, um, if the creative types need time to get away, work on a project, it's basically like having a travel agent, a concierge, and an accountability partner. And the reason I say accountability partner is because you you it's like a subscription where you pay a little bit each month and you earn time for the staycation. And then they're also emailing you to be like, hey, this is how much time you know you've earned for your staycation. So for people especially that I feel like work hard, 
They also deserve to play hard, but sometimes it's hard to actually make yourself do this. So this does a couple different things because it takes the guesswork out. They do all the work for you. And then number two, it's there waiting for you. So it decreases the amount of excuses you could use to not go. And so for our listeners, there's actually a special promo code, FIO podcast. If you put that into um, their promo codes, then you get a $25 discount. So go check out Her Hideaways and let us know what you think. And I got some more stories maybe that we want to talk oh, about. Oh, good. Later. Well, you know, yeah. we'll, this is our little pit stop, so we'll we'll keep the mics hot. I always love saying that for some reason <laughs> love in this. the after show. <laughs> um, but show. thank you, Gretchen. Thank you so much for coming back and chatting. Yes. And- thank you for having me. This was like oh, so good. I hope I hope you enjoyed having yes. me too. Yes. <laughs> well, I think, like I said, I think that the leveling up growth mindset is – something that everyone needs to hear in any area of life. And so yes. I know that, you know, it's it's just always good to be reminded of that. So it is. It very much so is. And it's not easy in the moment, even if you are aware. Exactly. Exactly. And knowing that it's not easy is good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you, Gretchen. And remind everyone, where can they find you? Oh, yes. Okay. So again, you guys, I'm still getting there. But the homebusinesswhisperer.com, spell it all out, the home business whisperer.com. Awesome. Check me out. Yay. Thanks, Yay. Gretchen. Thank you. And that's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, MM Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.